Good morning. Do you know where your children are? It's a Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on the Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. Keep on Sunnyside alive. Right, here's the thing. But Last week we ended the show and we started chatting in between... Uh, episodes uh, about a thing that I am slightly baffled by because I don't really know what it all is. Uh, Ron apparently is an expert in the whole topic, and it, it's it's AS ASRM ASMR ASMR ASMR, which stands for uh, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Right. What does that mean, Ron? It means hot women whispering the microphones. <laughs> That that doesn't sound like that seems like that's a doesn't very technical to be hot phrase. Women. No, there's plenty of weird looking dudes doing it too. That's so, right yeah. up our street. So then. basically one of the most popular and uh, growing categories of a uh, video type on YouTube are ASMR videos. And you might have seen these, you might not have seen them, but they are um essentially people whispering into uh, binaural microphones. Binaural microphones are microphones that are on a they're usually on like a latex head mm-hmm. or they're Maybe some people jerry rig it with like two sort of microphones pointing opposite directions from each but, other. But right, so but the, the, but the, the point of them is to the synthesize re- your ears. The, the, right, so the, the 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 head shape is important because it gives you a specific distance, and also isn't it the way the sound is funneled into the yeah? Ear? So the latex head ones, the ones that are sort of shaped like a, a head, or they mm. have the ears. They actually have yeah, they have a like a horn of the ear type thing with the mm-hmm. microphone placed inside it. Mm-hmm. Um. Just to get the exact right sound of this doesn't seem that important. Is is this because we're at a point with audio quality where we can hear like incredible audio quality? Well, the point of these videos is you're meant to watch them with headphones on, mm-hmm. so that you can get exactly the left and right stereo okay. that has been fed into these into these microphones. And then the video. This is like vir- virtual reality for your ears. It's virtual reality for your ears. Yeah. Yeah. So they should have called it that VR for ER. <laughs> That's VR for ER. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have worked better. I think it, would, it probably it probably would have uh, probably would have bumped the the, the viewing stats up a bit more. But essentially, what these videos usually are is someone is one or more people whispering into the ear holes, uh-huh. uh, and they will. There's an awful lot of fantasy role play involved. Okay, whether it's uh, you know like Dungeons and Dragons. No, like like. <laughs> I'm a sexy doctor. I'm here to take your temperature. Okay. Um, is it, I'm, I'm a, yes, it's, it's an awful lot of this. It doesn't mean we have to whisper. I get the impression that me, I mean, I, I don't in any way want to cast aspersions on your own. I look, whatever a man does with his own oral interface is up to him. But I get the feeling that if this My is mouth? what. If the, <laughs> or oral. Oh, right. Oral. Okay. Uh, oral. oral. Uh, but I get the impression that maybe this is what YouTube's been casting up for you, and the ASMR may be a wider field than I mean, the YouTube sexy algorithm ladies. definitely has got me pegged. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, there's, there does come a point where I will watch a few of these videos just for research purposes, <laughs> and then that's all I get recommended for about a solid fortnight afterwards is you know, ASMR haircut, ASMR dentist, ASMR ear Dentist? Picking. Fuck that. Well, they always start in a certain. I mean, it's it's like it's like porn films from the eighties. They always start with like, <laughs> you know, I'm here to clean the I'm here to clean the, the you know the the pipe or whatever, and then and then he cleans the pipe. <laughs> but generally, they're all ending the same way, which is someone whispering there going, "I'm right behind you." 
This is, I, I mean, there, but they're like, right, so you're. And you're, they're, they're some of the longest videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah that's they the thing. Like, they, seem like, uh, they seem like you'd need to devote a long time to listening to these I things. I think a lot of people will put headphones on or earbuds or whatever and, and go to sleep. Okay. It, yeah. it, it is, and they it, can't all be sexual just because there, you're I, making... No, there, I mean, is, Ron, your uh, dulcet tones are making them all sound super like sexual. Like the, the, the ones that I have listened to on YouTube, they're not overtly sexual. They're, mm-hmm. not, yeah. they're not like t- describing what is going to be I would like to know, to is there or, like a specific Christian ones where they go, God is inside you, I <laughs> God, is, they're, God they're, is all around you. I guarantee there is. <laughs> but it's like... It's, I can feel your soul. I'm, I'm now looking up Christian ASMR. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's, there's an intimacy about yeah, it. But I think not, that's I what it is. Yeah, I think some people just enjoy the idea of someone intimately talking to them. Yeah, does that? I mean, does that like if you're if you've got a partner and your partner catches you listening to ASMR, is that sort of equivalent to letting someone feed you up? Is that? I mean, I mean, Susie has come into this <laughs> many times and found me lying with my eyes closed, my headphones on. She goes, "What are you doing? Uh, I'm listening to some bloke cutting my hair." <laughs> 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 that's a that's a that's weird. That's so weird. yeah, there is Christian ASMR. <laughs> is there? Yeah, reading soft spoken psalms for anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual cleansing during sleep. Sp- <laughs> Healing scriptures for sleep ASMR. Yeah, that's uh yeah. I would I would wholeheartedly recommend it. I think it's it's very just. What do you mean nice. recommend it? How do you what do you, what do you I mean you can't listen to it in a car, can you? I mean, if you're not, wearing headphones, you can listen to it no, anywhere. It's you not have like to, a, I mean the the, enti- the only way to really it's experience focus this concentration is on this thing, isn't it? Really darkened room. <clears throat> put your headphones on. I mean, ideally, you want to be like like Daredevil in the the chamber where he's sort of cut off and can't hear or see anything. He's just got some bloke going, "Christ is in you, my child." <laughs> <laughs> I think we find your niche. No, no, it's not my niche. I'm just saying I don't want people to go. Ah, oh, those dirty buggers just listening. I I don't know what it is because I don't. I mean, I imagine there's probably superhero ASMR where people are going. There is. Hang on. There, yeah. <laughs> there is everything ASMR. Like Ron said, haircuts. Interview yeah, it feels, it feels like a thing that's gone beyond that. Maybe started as a fetish and has gone beyond that. Yeah, there and, 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 and there are ones that's just. <clears throat> Famous people talking. They're not doing anything in a, in a specific scenario. Yeah. They're just, I think it was Vogue or one of those magazines has just got various people to sit down. Tell me for this. 10 or 15 no, Superhero <laughs> costume fitting in Tick Exam ASMR. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, superhero first aid role play. Uh, superhero day. dating the enemy. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like these are probably the the Venn diagram of these superhero ones and sexual ones is probably just a complete circle. I mean, <laughs> now the way this started, I mean, the, the way that the the people who make these channels would defend it is that there's uh, no need to defend it. It's no, fine. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm cool I'm, we'll with it. Whatever we'll gets you going. We'll go into the history of it a bit here, which is the. They refer to the response that the the R refers to mm-hmm. is is supposedly some sort of like tingling sensation in the mind or in the brain, and or in the back uh, of your hair, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and this is a pleasing thing for some people. Mm-hmm. You know, they refer to as this video gives me you know the ASMR tingles that mm-hmm. they look for, whereas other people say I didn't get. T-. If you look at the comments, always like I didn't get tingles in this video. I recommend this video for tingles. Yeah. For tingles, <laughs> but, Jesus. But I, I don't know if tingles is like a homonym for <laughs> erection, <laughs> but, but it's a. Uh, <laughs> it, it's there's a, there's a a definite sort of physiological or or possibly psychological response that these people yeah. are striving for. Yeah. But the videos have definitely descended into 
fetishization. Yeah. Uh, so you don't think it started to, with to fetishization? Where, I can't remember down. what country it is, but some <clears> one <throat> I think it's possibly Russia, <clears throat> maybe China have banned ASMR. Okay. You cannot look at ASMR. China's videos. probably banned. Well, China's probably, probably ba- because China's banned YouTube altogether because yeah. it's Google. So it's pro- I think it's Russia. Yeah. Uh, so, some country. There's probably a Chinese whispers joke in that, and I'm not going anywhere near it. <laughs> I'm cutting your hair. <laughs> She's doing what? <laughs> She's cutting you there. <laughs> so if we got if we got if we got two microphones and put them ear to end ear, end, could you pan it? And you, you you basically pan them hard left, hard right, and then yeah. you, you talk around them. But I think there's a particular sort of response level microphone that works best. Oh right, okay. And I, I, do you know what? I looked into the price of the heads. Of course you did, because I thought to myself, this is easy money. I mean, the, the views on these things are staggering. Uh, ASMR Welcome to Hero School video is uh, just shy of a million views mm-hmm. and this is all pure content pure and they're long as well I mean that's the, the other significant thing is they're they really get long they get long so they get long a lot of advertising revenue I, w- I like to think that someone's sitting there relaxing for like a, like they've been sitting there with headphones on and it's all I'm cutting your hair now now I'm moving my hand into the nape of your neck hello come on and buy some Viagra it's great <laughs> <laughs> so how much is the head uh, they're about $500 um, it's the most expensive head you'll ever buy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I kind of you know, I thought Sunnyside comic, Sunnyside podcast show, branching out into all Sunnyside avenues. ASMR. I mean, yeah, you could you could you could lift up action figures and you could play with the action Imagine, figures. Imagine, do you know Whoa. what? You could open up action figures, <laughs> one where you're just opening Box boxes, ASMR box openings, <laughs> unboxing videos. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's definitely. I, I know you've got these toys, but I. <laughs> that's my what was what is that part of the box <laughs> yeah it's a little it's a little bit of wind escaping through the box when you open it. i mean there's some of the some of the very longest videos that i've even seen on youtube have been like 24 hours of asmr Fucking where hell. you have people who do like these marathon asmr sessions where all they do is whisper and they talk i says now i'm going to play with these combs and they have the, they bring out combs and they start stroking the top of the comb and making that weird noise that combs make oh I like that noise yeah you see yeah. there's a video for you I quite like that noise ASMR comb bet you I can find that in a second <laughs> so um, and and basically they, they just show up with a whole bucket load of things that make noise and they just, oh like a bucket noise they just, just <laughs> filled a filled bucket a bucket with water just, slurping around inside of, it tons of noises ASMR comb there we go Comb scratching ASMR. What is, is there anti ASMR? I bet there's anti ASMR. Find out, find ASMR. out if there's, find the stuff out, because that if there's nobody not, wants to listen to. Like, find out if there's ASMR for action figures because if there's not, we could corner the market. ASMR <laughs> action figure came up really quickly. Oh, balls. <laughs> Toy ASMR action figure play and sounds. Wow. Aww. Action figure play sounds like something if you search for it, you definitely get Here's porn. a video of ASMR Q tip cleaning vintage toys. Oh. Gets me on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to investigate one of some of the weirder side of uh, YouTube, I, now, hang uh, on. Some of our listeners may well be into this stuff. Let's not call it weird. I, we're both. We're, we're, we're I'm both deep, into I mean, it. I, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm not. You know, using weird as a pejorative thing. I'm using weird as a kinky thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to check out some of the weirder stuff out there. Uh, yeah, Google just YouTube for ASMR and go down the rabbit hole because there is. Oh, I bet there's a rabbit hole noise. 
there's, someone has literally thought of anything that makes a noise, and they've just put a put a microphone beside it and whispered they've some weird the, shit. I shoved one of those heads into a rabbit hole, and a little bunnies in there going, "Let me out! Let me out!" I just going, why? Why do you? What? Why is your obsession with ASMR to go really quiet and then scare the living bejesus out of whoever's listening? See, your videos would not give people the tingles. No. They give them the shits. <laughs> I bet there's. I bet there is. Someone di- the I shit. bet there's diet diarrhea coke. ASMR. Diet coke. There's, I bet you there's diet, diarrhea no, coke. Diarrhea ASM- ASMR. No, what? that's just you just pour a bunch of water into a <laughs> basin. Surely <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be like the fizzing, like the do you think fizzy be, pop. Do you think there'll be a diet coke one, or do you think there'll be a coke one? There'll be. A, or do you think I mean, there'll be a there difference? Is, you know, new diet coke flavors out of a wine glass ASMR. Wow. Yeah. They've got every angle. See, I weirdly think that I would quite like that. Anything you can think of, someone is making an ASMR video. And it, it. But is that? Is can it, you rent the heads from somewhere? Because I would you like always rent head. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I. I feel like like I would like to hear those noises out of really good, really good speakers. But but I feel like I you're you know, probably you've supposed to. You've got to have them on. Only really work, work with headphones or AirPods. Our AirPods, right? AirPods. Speaking of AirPods, are they just taking a week again? <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> no, but but before the night's through, PJ, we'll we'll put some ASMR videos on for you to kind of enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. I, I, I like oh yeah, I want PJ to listen to ASMR while we record his reactions. <laughs> and then in ASMR, somebody listening to ASMR. ASMRception. Recursive ASMR R ASMR. I'm going to search for Chris Nolan ASMR. It's going to be someone just putting a little head up beside him. But yeah, so that's just something that we were chatting oh, about. Do you know? Do you know what's in a nice sound you could record? You, you, you see if you can find this scratching of artwork being drawn with a dip pen. Oh yeah, dip pen being drawn. Yeah, on, on I bet paper. that would be a good one because that's quite a nice but noise. I, I, I think quite the, like the logistics noise. of actually trying to to get the head set up to record close that would be. Enough. Would be difficult, but I think yeah, that would be a good. Well, you one. wouldn't have to draw, draw. You could just yeah, you could yeah, you can just mess around. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, uh, the weird thing is that the YouTube app on the phone does not play audio once you turn it off. I know it's really fr- like it. Their phone goes to sleep oh, and yeah. the audio stops. Yeah, it, it doesn't which really, is make really sense. bizarre. Oh, yeah, it, is, it is mental because my son likes listening to some. Po- there's a a podcast that's only on YouTube. Okay, but, but it's like two hours long or something. And he likes listening to it, but but when he goes, he's going to sleep, and he has to have the iPod iPod on for him to, to yeah. listen to it, which is a pain in the it's posterior. <coughs> so anyway, so that was ASMR. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> that was ASMR. That's what a podcast sounds like when we're whispering. Because that's not proper ASMR though. That's just people whispering what, what, on a why, why are you running? Who who were we hurting? Well, if you were like, if you had some, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could do an edit of our show with just the three of us laughing <laughs> and have that as an ASMR. Nobody wants to hear that. I would like that. I quite like. That. It's my favorite. No, you thing. want to hear you laughing. I yes, it's my favorite thing. Is my to favorite to thing show. is me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I like that. Just tell me what else is the point of life is if it's not the last. Can we do a recording of PJ laughing at himself laughing? <laughs> I've fallen down a bit of an action figure rabbit hole. We we've already been down an action figure rabbit hole for quite oh, a I'm, long time. I and you, but you've always you've always liked action figures, yes. right? So even yes. before, 
So right, there there are three states of being in terms of action figures and and us. There was me never going near them until they were dirt cheap and went fuck those are really good dirt cheap. I'm having those. Uh, Ron, who was like you know, unfortunately had had was uh, like a recovering a recovering action figure alcoholic. Uh, until we introduced the, the, him to the, the... Until I saw them up close and out of the box, the, <laughs> the Batman animated figures, then the lust just kicked in. And to be fair, you've been playing with that, that uh, creeper figure non-stop. I mean, literally for two time. weeks now. I, I do not understand people who do not unbox the figures. I mean, <laughs> this is this is the joy for me, is the manipulation and just yeah. holding them and That's moving That's nearly the... better than ASMR. Yeah, it's it's there's definitely something... There are, yeah, there but are those couple... figures, those figures especially, are very. When I say those figures, those Batman adventure figures are very lovely, tactile feel to them. They feel expensive. They have different, yeah, they, they have feel... they have different rubber on some of them. The the creeper figure especially has got those wee pointy bits. Some of the figures have you're feeling the boobs of Batgirl there, aren't you? Look well, at no, you. I was, I was touching Batgirl. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't refer to her boobs, but <laughs> well, yeah, but, no, but she's definitely yeah. There's something to be enjoyed in each of these figures. Yeah, except with perhaps, that one, Batgirl. Boobs. Except perhaps maybe. The Riddler animated the the <laughs> new Riddler figure, which is kind of one of the worst action figures. Yeah, ever yeah. Oh, it's it? a, well, it's just a very boring, very very, thi- very very thin, very mm. kind of. It's the it's wispy. the um, the new Batman Adventures the, the, Riddler yeah. one, oh, yeah. okay. which is just a green figure with a question mark on its chest, and yeah. it's it's nothing special about it. But what is the particular rabbit hole you've fallen down, yeah. Scott? Oh. Is it rabbits? <sighs> no, I bought some hot toys. Stolen? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Hang yeah. on. Hot Toys? Uh-oh. Some? Uh-oh. Yeah. How many is some? How much is some? Let's go with how many, because that might be an easier um, number to coax out of them. Uh-oh. This yeah. has got to be more than three. It's Yeah, it's more than three. Shit, this has got to be more than seven. Well, what were they? No, no. What were they? Less okay. than ten? Less than Less ten. Less than ten. Okay. Less than ten. Six. I bu- and I bought... Yeah. So what did I get? I bought dun, dun, dun. Selena Kyle from The Dark Knight Rises. So Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Okay. I bought how much? I'm not getting into that. <laughs> Hannah's never going to listen. You'll be fine. No, I mean it's not like I'm hiding them from her. Like she lives in the same house as me, and they're twelve inches tall. It's yeah. Not like well, yeah, but Hannah has no idea how much they cost. Of course she does. No, she doesn't. Of course she does. Why does she know how much they cost? She has Google. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and because she asked and I told her. Okay. Um, you tell me, though. Anyway. I bought Commissioner Gordon from uh, The Dark Knight. Okay. So basically you've got a small Gary Oldman in your house. I've got a small Gary Oldman, <clears throat> but next to a small Anne Hathaway, next to a small Gary Charlie Theron. He beats his wife, you know. Gary Oldman? <laughs> he did, anyway. Did he? Yeah. Oh, man. Wife beater figure. It's every oh, everyone good is everyone awful. beats their wife. Yeah. No, not everyone beats their wife. Your wife beat you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Roger Moore of the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's only funny because it's true. Oh. Um. <laughs> what else? Uh, and I'm waiting for an auction. Two auctions to finish. Uh oh, auctions. Um, I'm only going to get one. I'm only uh, the auctions get... make them cheaper or more expensive? Oh no, they're they're, they're much cheaper. They're much oh okay. Cheaper. Like uh, th- these, the only reason I get this, I'm not paying anywhere close to f- to full retail. Oh, okay. For these, um, 
Um, I've got to check if Gary Oldman beats his wife by the way. So I, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Just oh, apparently, we did commit a little bit of libel on one of the last shows. Did apparently, really? it wasn't Emma Little Pengelly who was supporting that racist guy. It was somebody else. Jolie, jo, Jolene Bunting. Oh, oh okay. okay. Somebody, well, somebody pointed well, that out well, to I me. Well, I heard a new rumor about her this morning anyway. Okay. <laughs> did that one arouse you? <laughs> the, 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 the new one? Yeah. About, Emma, about Emma Pengelly? Or? Yeah, well, we can't talk about it because she's she's officially denied it, so if it turns out to be true. Oh, right, okay. okay. Um, I just wondered if it was one of those ones that would make you very excited, because the last time we were talking about her, you got quite excited about the prospects of her dressed as a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on. Um, Ron, I love the Nationalist Socialist Party. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, so action I'm, figures. Yeah, looking at two options <clears throat> now, which will either be a Jin Urso from Rogue One, okay, in the Imperial disguise. Okay, can't remember. That. Oh yeah, yeah, that's with the, the black, do the black, yeah, that's with the cool, thing yeah. with the things. That's or, the one that they they designed that costume without knowing what it was for, and just went, "That's cool, let's use that somehow." Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, or a Cherit Imwe from Rogue One. Oh right, the yeah, yeah, he's also yeah, Donnie Yen. Cool. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I'm on safe ground. <laughs> Gary Oldman and his, and his wife has said that he did. Okay, and they're still married. Don't think so. No, no. Ex-wife, ex-wife. Okay, not that it matters. So yeah, I hope you're going to get rid of that figure. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the cur- that's the current rabbit hole that I am burrowing. But, down. but hang on, hang on. A, what triggered it? Right. B, I've w- I have wanted <clears throat> the. The Gary Oldman. Damn it. I've wanted the Gary Oldman figure for a really long time. Okay. And it was released Since only... Since before he was beating his wife? Yes. Uh, they only released a, a few, a very small number of the Gary Oldman figures. Uh-huh. Um, and they re- and it's him in the SWAT uniform from the, the Joker kind of okay. takedown in The Dark Knight. And they released even fewer of him... In his detective did suit. You not, did you not have storage problems the last time we were talking about toys and actually? I only because the Batmobile's fucking massive. Okay. Now, dangerously, I did look about how big and how much it would be to get the Other one six scale replica Bat Pod to put Selena Kyle on. Oh, oh. But that's. I mean, first the, that'd the, be the size. To of be you. honest, the big stumbling the block is, is is again storage. It's like twenty three inches long. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, and I it's quite that size. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody listening at home PJ doesn't know how long anything is he's, it looks like he's playing a trombone <laughs> thanks very much <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's a joke you have to think about <laughs> oh yeah it's a real thinker <laughs> Almost William in its uh, <laughs> its construction. <laughs> now just loop that bit and play it into some headphones, and you've got your own PJ ASMR. Oh, lordy. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't know what triggered it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Just I suddenly Gary Oldman is... was available. And you went, I'm having that. And yeah. then there were other ones. You went, well, if I'm getting that, I, I might as well like, get other ones. Can't have him by himself. Mm-hmm. He'd be lonely. No so, Batman? No Batman? No Batman. I'm not, not fussed? No. Not super fussed. Okay. If I'm honest. And the, oh, and and the I, ro- oh, and I pre-ordered one. Oh, God. I forgot about the one that I pre-ordered. What is it? 
It's can't you buy them? Isn't there like uh, uh, Chinese knockoff characters? Like uh, I have a chi- the the Furiosa that I have is yeah. a Chinese knockoff, and it looks fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, you can. But they normally don't do the same ones that Hot Toys do because everybody will buy the Hot Toys because the, the knockoff ones are generally around the same price. They're slightly cheaper. Yeah. So like if a Hot are they, Toys, are they? No, you've you've had a Hot Toys and you've had the Chinese knockoff. I have. I don't have any yet. Oh, do I don't not? have actually okay. physically have any yet. But the hot toys are normally come in around between 120 and 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. The Chinese knockoff mm-hmm. ones are in around like 90 to 150. Yeah. So they're not like yeah, not they're, cheap not, they're not they're not they're not. What's the build the quality of the build the, on the on the, the Chinese the one on the Fury? The Fury used to one stunning. Is it? It really is. Like mm-hmm. the 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 little uh, Glock 17 pistol mm-hmm. that her and Max fight over. Mm-hmm. The magazine comes out, the top slide goes back, mm-hmm. and you can see a round in the chamber inside okay. the gun. Uh-huh. Um, the flare gun breaks in half and p- takes flare cartridges. Okay. There's <gasps> uh, rifle rounds. Send me a photo of what the flare cartridge looks like. I'm drawing a flare gun in a comic at the okay, moment, yeah. and I can't find a decent reference for it. Um, the it's, rifle, the, it's the cartridge especially, because I can't find yeah. a reference to the cartridge. Okay. The rifle, the, the sniper rifle that they have, has individual rifle rounds that you slide into a little oh, okay. leather holster thing, yeah. or not holster, a little leather strap yeah. on the stock. The build, the build is phenomenal. Yeah. It really is. Okay. Um so the, the yeah the Chinese the knockoffs tend to be for characters that Hot Toys aren't doing. Yeah. So there is one that I have been searching That's for because I a I long always thought it's like Chinese knockoffs. You kind of imagine what they're doing is they're going, hey, they're building these in the same factory, so we just take all we the molds. Yeah, exactly. But, but they're not. They're making their new they're making, their own, they're making so their own ones all together. From... I got the Furiosa one. I pre-ordered it, and it took a year for it to there come. There is a there is a really cool Judge Dread one from the. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah that's, from, which that's is, the Chinese uh, knockoff. Which is ones. it feels you know morally I feel like oh this is this I can't but. Really, but it I looks just really thought, good. Yeah, it looks really yeah. good, yeah. Um, there is a knockoff one which I didn't pre-order and then immediately sold out, and has been sold out for probably three years now. I haven't been able to find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Which was Tom Cruise from the movie Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Actual size, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bigger than actual size, <laughs> bigger than actual size. Um, which is a Chinese. Mm-hmm. knockoff but looks fantastic mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic I like and Oblivion did you oh, like Oblivion I loved it. I've never watched it oh, oh really you know, you I, star- watch I started it? watching it and then I kind of realised I started it at like a silly time at night so I went to bed and never actually kind of oh. the production design is beautiful oh it's stunning um, I love that it's film it's very much a 2000 AD you know it's future shocky yeah. it's a little bit kind of cliched future shock there's a couple of little bits that are on the nose and a couple of bits disappointingly in the costume design later on in the film like I think him and her yeah. I don't want to say too much because I would like Ron to watch it I'd like yeah. to be interested to hear what he thought about it I should watch it some again. of the costume designs later on I have it on Blu-ray I've never watched it um, interestingly the, you, you it's because you have to get up and put it in the Blu-ray drive it's <laughs> one of my favourite soundtracks of all time it's M83 it's M83 yeah. yeah and there's an option on the Blu-ray to turn off Everything except the music, and listen to and the just ASMR, and just watch it with the music okay. in the background, which is really, really nice. Um, and you, it is six ninety nine on iTunes at the minute in four K. Oh right, okay, I might buy yeah. that and watch um, it. Then. But yeah, I genuinely love that film. I mm-hmm. remember seeing it in the cinema and just thinking that I gave it a pass because I, I kind of thought, nah, not not that fast. But it, it, I watched it then on on telly and I thought, oh, it's actually yeah. quite good. No, quite I, good I'm a sci-fi. It was a very. It didn't need Tom Cruise in it. It wasn't. Yeah, that's why it's interesting that it's him. I think he found the. Um, yeah, but Tom Cruise loves sci-fi. He does, but that's because he thinks it's real. 
<laughs> he's going, hmm, what's the premise of this film? So what, these aliens come down and somehow I end up coming back in time over and over and over. That doesn't sound far-fetched That's compared just to my like religion. The, just like the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but I think originally um, the director... Uh, That's another film I love, actually. Yeah. It's based on a comic book mm-hmm. that I think was bought before it was released. And then, I'm not, and then I'm not sure if it was ever released after no, that. I'm not few, 100%. There's a few of them like I that. I could be wrong about you that. Know the but story about, uh, about um, was it um, Cowboys and Aliens, is that the guy who did the comic for it funded the comic printing of it, sold almost every copy to one comic shop, and then bought them all from the one comic shop, so that producers walking around the corner from that comic shop saw a sign saying, sold out. <laughs> <laughs> and that allowed him to push the the film. Had to explain it somehow because yeah. it's an awful film. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, film. it's not very good. Um, I, I mean, I haven't watched it, so I presume it's not very good. <laughs> my my spider sense was tingling straight yeah, away. It's terrible. Um, yeah, but the, so it doesn't need Tom Cruise in it. But I imagine that he just got involved because he thought it was he thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, was that that came out? Did that come out the same year as? as um, Lived I Repeat? It? Yeah. No, it was before. Was it before? Yeah, it was, it was before. around. But there was a, a little before. slew of those kind of really good sci-fi movies with Tom Cruise in them. Yeah, and also Tom Cruise, uh, uh, like, I know he gets a bit of a... Because he's a bit weird with the whole Scientology thing, he gets a bit of a bad bad well, rep. But he is, he's America's greatest living action hero. He's America's greatest living action figure. Over the last... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the last kind of 10 years or so, I have noticed that he picks films that kind of push the female characters to the front yeah. and let him take a bit, take a bit of a backseat or yeah. at least have equal footing. Because yeah. he did it with Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. He did it with Oblivion. He did it with uh, Live, Die, Repeat, All You Need Is Kill slash Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm, sure other, I'm sure I'm forgetting. Why I was convinced um, that's called Live, Die, Repeat. Sorry? My wife thought it thinks that's called Live, Die, Repeat. It is called Live, Die, Repeat. It is now. It is, it is now. now is yeah, it? they changed uh, the name uh, of it okay. for the DVD release. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a better name than Edge of Tomorrow. Well, yeah. But a better name than both of them is All You Need Is Kill, which yeah. is what the original book is called. Yeah. No, I think Live, Die, Repeat kind of no, Live, Die, gets Repeat. across the film better. <clears throat> it does get across the film. Yeah. All You Need yeah. Is Kill is a great name for a metal album. <laughs> <laughs> um... So how do we get... Oh, oh yeah, the, the, the action, action figure. So yeah. I, I'll give you a full report whenever I actually start receiving them. Yeah. Oh, the, but the one that I've pre-ordered is uh, Old Leia from The can, Last Jedi. Can, can you record like a video when you receive them? Sure. I'll do an, unbo- I'll do an ASMR Han- unboxing. But, but I'd like Hannah to do like a video commentary of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like Hannah to be reading down the credit card receipt at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'd like Hannah to this one was 150 pounds. I'd like Hannah to comment live as you're recording it, going, "This is uh, this is not very interesting, Hannah. No, it's fucking shite." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've experienced lust towards the hot toys line, um, especially. I, I kind of did harbor these feelings for a while that I really wanted uh, a complete collection of like the Avengers. Yeah. Um, the Marvel's the, Avengers, yeah, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Avengers. I really wanted like a Captain America, and I really wanted an Iron Man, but. They've made like about ten different Iron Man figures now. But the the reason, I mean, part of the reason for that, I bet you, is that they they they, they don't need to do his likeness for the Iron Man suits, do they? Well, they, mean, they always come with a it always comes with the head, head with a, with suppose, a, an yeah. open thing. What's interesting about the sideshow collectibles who are the people who are the distributors for North America and Europe, um, and I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, but they offer for the pre-orders, which is generally the best way to get them because they always 
are, are as soon as they release their the price goes up. Mm. Um, they're not that expensive if you pay them off in installments, which is what they let you do. Mm-hmm. You pay a deposit, which is ten ten pounds, ten or twelve pounds. And then I, I honest to God, it just feels like someone's gone, lads, I, I've invented a toy. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, we're gonna sell it. It's 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 really expensive. Fucking hell. What'll we do? People will pay for it monthly. No <laughs> I yeah, mean, well, how do you put those things together? It just seems a weird kinda weird but prescient, because that's exactly what you're gonna do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, like and they'll char- for for three months. It's not listen for three months they'll charge me forty pounds a month. And at yeah. the end of that I get my princess Leia. Okay. Someday your princess will come. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm perfectly happy with that. The Thanos. How, Fucking what, hell. How, how many of these figures are you get? No, 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 I'm not getting Thanos. Oh, right, Good okay. lord. How much is the Thanos? Thanos is expensive. Okay. He's I big. think he's Thanos. Be big, yeah, because he's it's one six scale, so yeah. and he's cause he's gotta be at least what, two or three feet taller than all of the other Avengers. Okay. Um, oh, I think he's so this is gonna be like a, an eighteen inch high figure or something. Yeah, like? I think Thanos is I think he's. Although I can't help four hundred pounds. I can't help feeling that the cost of these things is unrelated to the amount of plastic in them. Like, like the plastic cost is not the thing that makes it expensive. It's that they've gone. If we're going to do it big, we can charge far more yeah. just because of what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, like we are, we are the first generation that grew up with mass-produced action figures, yeah. and as we grew up, we didn't. You know, a lot of people our generation did not grow up wanting to buy expensive pieces of art on the wall or, or you know, let's have some nice pottery. What they wanted was more expensive versions of the things they had mm. when they were kids. And so the market kind of bears the, the that very, out. The very know? first kind of really cool action figure thing I bought was, I, I don't think they, they make them anymore, but Dragon Toys came out and they were like war figures. They were sort of figures, World War Two figures. And I kind of went, wow, this is this is like what I remember Action Man being like, even though he was nothing like this. Like, when I was 10 years old, Action Man was super realistic. And then you go back and you look at an Action Man figure, it's like, fuck, that is shite. Why did I think that was... Like, it's all... It's terrible. Like, fuzzy felt for fuzzy, his head. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. They, they, and, and, well, it's more the costume. But no like, pubes. But, like, <laughs> this is more the costumes. The costumes look... When you're, like, 10 years old and you saw these uniforms, you kind of went, wow, like, they've got buttons and everything. But they really, they popped on, they, they were just the, really yeah. crude. In reality, of, those buttons are huge. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the whole thing was, you know, they, they'd have a, a gun, but it was molded from one bit of plastic. Yeah. But in your head at that age, you're thinking these things are really authentic looking. And then you, you see the sort of dragon toys, which are sort of what hot toys were, you know, kind of things. And they were 50, 60, 70, 80 quid. And those figures, I mean, it was the same deal. It was you'd take a gun that would have a magazine, you could remove it, and you'd see individual bullets, and and it was just really awesome. I did I, when I went to China a few years ago. I bought in China these replica machine guns, the replica uh, guns, which were, I, I can, they were fairly big. I don't, I think they were bigger than one six scale, but they had like working mechanisms yeah. and stuff in them, and they were really really cool. Uh, I bought a load of those things. I'll use these for reference. Never use them for reference. But they're really cool looking. Including a Tommy gun. Really cool Tommy gun. So anyway. Are you f- are you done with action figures, Ron? Am I done with them? Yeah, are you done with them? I mean, no. I mean, I have them all now. I mean, have every single Batman thing. Well, I'm kind of watching an auction right at the minute. <laughs> I'm watching an auction at the minute as well. <laughs> Is it the same auction? Which one are you watching? I'm watching an auction for a one six scale Mad Max Chinese knockoff. Okay, no, I'm not watching for that. I'm, I've got a, a bit on the Batman Beyond set. Oh God, is that the one? Oh, is that the one with old Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Oh, 
Let's see when it ends. Well, were you not talking about that a couple of weeks ago? Or was that a different one? No, yeah. they said it's, it's the one. It's like the only one that didn't come in the fucking massive hall that he oh, bought the yeah, other yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two hours left on this. Two hour, two and a half hours left. Yeah, on this stick auction. with his live listeners as we wait for two <laughs> hours as this auction ends. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll update the thread. I'll update something anyway. You'll find out. <laughs> but my, my bid is seventy five quid. Fucking hell! But Jesus. the current bid is forty. And no one else seems to be interested. So let's see if there's any right. other. Right, answer me this because I've never understood this. Why have you bid when there's still two hours left to go? I don't understand people who bid like people who are in like fifty quid and there's six days left on the auction. It's like chill the fuck out. Well, all that does is give people more time to outbid you. Well, mostly because I just kind of wanted to remember it was there. I mean, I know <laughs> I could have watched the auction, but. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse than seeing something and thinking, oh, that looks awesome, and then forgetting about it, and then coming back to it a week later and going, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, it's over. Oh, I would have paid 20p more than that. Well, a lot of it is, was just like, you know, this is what I would pay. This is the max I would pay for yeah, that set. Yeah. Uh, and there's no other bids on there. I might get this for 40 quid yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see. It'll probably, at the last second, jump up way higher than what, I, what I'm willing <laughs> to pay Would you, for. right... Would you get a 3D printer to print your own toys and action figures? If if it could be produced well enough that it, that you'd get stuff that's really sort of what? solid. If it was indistinguishable from the... from the Well, yeah, it would never be indistinguishable, though, would it? No. Can, uh, yeah, could 3D printers do articulation? Yeah. They can do a oh, point yeah, of articulation? Yeah, yeah. How? Well, there's two ways. One is to... to Build the parts not not articulated in the thing, so you you could pop them in. Oh right, okay. That's yeah. one way of doing oh, it. Yeah, and the okay. other way is to build the, with with um, little structures that could be snipped or can be cut or you know some other way that you can remove those bits. Yeah. And then uh, I think there's probably a third way where you've got Being different. Leg broke. Oh no! It's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did his leg break? I just tried to bend his knee and his leg snapped off. Oh, do you know what I'd have done? Is that, what, hap- got is that what happened to your ankle? I would have got, I would have got a couple of little lollipop sticks and just dropped it round him <laughs> with a bit of t- white tape. Oh, I'd love, a, I'd love like a picture with you with your foot up and Bam with his foot up all strapped <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you? I mean, like, I, I kind of thought when three D printers started that would end up saying this point where. Like a toy shop would buy a really fucking amazing 3D printer just to 3D print, print shitty plastic toys because my kids were never done buying shitty plastic toys. But that doesn't seem to have happened. Mm. Why not? But you can only print one colour at the minute, can't you? No, you print multiple colours, multiple materials. Depends on the price. Of, like if you can buy a, a 3D printer for yourself. That's maybe 100 quid, 200 quid or something that will do a very shitty kind of low quality print. But okay. Uh, and then you can go up to really expensive ones that will have print multiple materials, multiple colors, and, and do all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably only a matter of time before that becomes an appliance in the house, surely. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm giving up hope on, on getting self-driving cars now. Why? Oh, yeah, I just don't think we're going to get them. That's all. That's all there is to it. I just, I, I think, I think that last, I mean, you that do know last that we already element. Have them. No, we have, no, no, we have this last little bit, this sort of, 90% of the way there, which is, you know, seemed to be the hardest bit. It's this last little 10% of making sure they can cope with weird, unex- inexplicable things that happen on the roads that are just going to stop it well, dead. people can't cope with those. I mean, yeah. so, you know. But, like, well, but, I know that, that, but that's but why you're supposed to drive with your foot still over the brake. Like, you're supposed to still pay attention. You're not supposed yeah, to get but into no, the car but and I, I think that that is insane. I don't think that could happen. Yeah, I but think sure, what, surely what the point is, once, once 
they're all self-driving cars, yeah. then you don't need to do that. I can barely pay attention when I'm spending two hours in the road to fucking Dublin and it's a straight motorway and all I have to do is actually just drive the bloody thing, let alone if the car goes, hey, it's okay, I'm going to take care of this. You just don't have to pay. You pay some attention, but not very much. I'd be sitting there, my head up, I'd be wandering around all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but that, that, that's just the that's hack. You can't even keep me interested when I'm talking to you. So. That's, a, that's a hack for now. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. that, that's just a regulatory thing that you know, we need to have someone... Yeah. In charge yeah, except, of this vehicle. Ex- except so far, like there was at least a couple of fatalities where someone where they, they basically blamed the driver for not paying attention because the car hasn't noticed someone yeah. or something. Well, I mean, but that's that's. I mean, how many fatalities were there at the birth of the motor motor car? Not very many. Hundreds. <laughs> and as as the uh, you know as the there wasn't hundreds. It's, 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 it's cars got faster and faster. When people That's, had to walk yeah. with a red flag in front of their car, there were not many fatalities. No, there wasn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, as, but as usage of, only of, people having heart attacks when they go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but as usage and ownership has gone up, then yeah. you know the, the the death rate has increased exponentially. It's it's been mm. you know it's 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 we're we're at the birth of a new technology. You know, somebody's going to happen. <laughs> That, that, that's just somebody's going to die. Yeah, that's that, all there is. That's to just it. the reality of it. Now yeah. it's it's sad and it's tragic. But you know, if if we want to get to the point where there's no deaths on the road, there's going to be some deaths on the road. <laughs> right. Okay. Then. If okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if we're going to accept that we're going to need a trust, I just thought I, I trust thought machines. I told I promised my wife it'd be this year or next. <laughs> well, hang on a second. That's not in your ability to gift. <laughs> I said, look, it's in the next couple of years, self-driving cars, you'll see it'll happen. I don't even like Elon Musk anymore. He's a tosser. Why? Because <laughs> he wouldn't take PJ's calls after he <laughs> promised his wife there was going to be I've told her we're getting cars. self-driving cars this year, next <laughs> year at the latest. Car? Look, Elon. Look, this isn't Elon Musk. I don't know why you think we're talking to Elon Musk. I'm just working here at PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> So, PJ, tell us about Friday Fix-Up. Well, we talked about this before. No, we didn't really talk in depth about it. Was it not one of PJ's Picks of the Weeks? No, no, no. No. My Pick of the Week was come on Twitter. Oh, that was just some other paper. I I mentioned Friday. Yeah, so, okay, Friday Fix-Up is this thing where I, right, I had got a little bit, felt a little steel on Twitter, like, like everything was negative or about Trump, and I just wanted something to talk about that wasn't that. And I also wanted it to be about me. And <laughs> I thought, if I offer... I li- Right, I've done a lot of portfolio reviews, and I like doing portfolio reviews. And one of the things I like doing is draw-overs. I like taking someone's artwork and drawing over it so that what I can get, what I can do is kind of go, look, this should be smaller, this should be larger, this should be here, and that should be there. I try not to draw, draw for them. What I try and do is take what they've given me and kind of subtly change it in ways that... that Improve the storytelling, but don't alter the actual artwork too much. So, for example, if I have a piece of artwork that's got two characters in the panel, I might take one of the characters and just make it larger so that it looks like a camera. There's more depth in the panel, so it looks like we're closer to that character than the other camera uh, than the other character. I might occasionally flip uh, the horizontal of a panel because we read left to right and. 
what tends to happen a lot for storytelling is people will often draw a thing and it doesn't quite work and sometimes flipping the panel actually improves the storytelling and i mean they haven't deliberately done it that way it just it just sort of landed just that the way. action is now moving left to right yeah so yeah so, all the, so the full action is moving left to right i mean i, I, did, I did one um the other day where uh there was a panel so as uh, what was happening in the panel was uh, right to left was um there was a butterfly flying off so uh, on the left hand side the butterfly was flying off uh, then there was a guy turning around to see someone, and then the person they were seeing w- was lifting a leaf out of the way. And it felt like that action flowed better if I flipped that horizontal. So instead we'd see the guy and then the other guy's reaction and then the butterfly flying away. It felt like that was more of a singular movement. Um, and I talked a little bit, in, and I, di- I did one of these things, and I talked about how... Um, my feeling is that a comics panel generally is made up of action and then reaction. And so there's a, a thing happens and then people react to it. So it's a fairly common trope. So, you know, a gunfire fires and somebody dies, right? So that's that's pretty common. It, when that happens on a film, you know, it, it happens. It all happens at one moment or whatever. Uh, it happens in a time format. If you draw that out, though, it's it's very easy to draw it that a person gets shot with a bullet and the bullet fire is drawn on the right hand side of the panel so what you're actually seeing is the is the reaction happening before the action and that always looks wrong and i don't think i think a lot of people feel it's wrong but don't quite can't quite go i know what's wrong with this and so you flip that panel and suddenly the action of pulling the trigger and firing the gun is met with the reaction of somebody being shot. And so, uh, so and I, I, I weirdly, I, I don't ever think I've ever seen anyone talk about that in a comic panel. I, I mean, Scott McCloud would be the one you'd go to and go, how does this work? And, and so on. I don't, I've never seen the idea of an action and reaction. Mm-hmm. And the idea that flipping that is where some of the mistakes, people make mistakes in these things. And it's often because they're showing the reaction before the action. And that that's kind of and sometimes it's like uh, I with working with Garth I do a lot of somebody says something then somebody's facial expressions change to meet whatever they're saying so then you're doing an action then reaction it's it's a kind of it's a facial reaction um, I do I kind of worry I'm repeating myself a lot in it I'm, every single time I've said it it's, I've I've gone I don't know if I'm talking about stuff that's right or wrong this is just what i might do and and i'm always desperately trying not to do i think a lot of criticism can become um this is i like your artwork but this isn't how i would do it and here's how i would do it i think that's that's a danger of any kind of criticism and then and then that person goes away and goes well i've i've seen how they would do it but i i still don't feel like i i know how to improve my artwork because i can't draw like them so you know, if I give if I give my artwork, I mean, God, there's a million people could improve or could draw better than me. If I give it to any one of them and they go, yeah, I've drawn that whole page for you again, it's much better. I'd look at it and go, that is much better. I but that's because you've drawn it. Yeah, but what you're talking about is mechanics, not necessarily, you know, the quality of someone's draftsmanship. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the, the story, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, the storytelling mechanics, which which are you know, applicable no matter what level of ability they have as an artist. Yeah. They are. I, th- I think. I think so. And I think as well, because I'm not over, because I'm not redrawing the stuff that I'm doing, and because I am playing with the. I suppose this is craft. You know, this is really is the craft of storytelling, on, on a page. Um, 
when I give them a page, it's often they'll go at it and go, oh shit, that is that is better storytelling than what I had there. And I can see that how I, I could do that with my artwork. It's not like you've done anything different. I kind of worry that, I mean, I've done six weeks of it now or something. Where I've, I've done, and usually I'll get about three pages, three or four pages. Uh, and what format is that just hosted on your website then? Is it? Or? Yeah, well, what I, what I started by just doing it on Twitter. So I, I would post, I'd ask for, so my ideal is that someone gives me a single page of artwork that's black and white and no lettering. And there's two reasons for that. Um, one is that the lettering kind of, you, you're instantly trying to read the lettering. Lettering can improve bad storytelling on a page. So if a good letterer is working on a page and the storytelling on the page is bad, they will fix that storytelling. And and so suddenly it, it's it's not as easy to see the flaws in the, the yeah. thing. It's one of the reasons I always tell people, look, invest in letters because, you know, comics is lettering. It's, I mean, apart from silent comics, obviously, but comics is lettering. If you get the lettering right, then then it'll forgive a lot of other sins. It will it will bury a lot of other problems that you might have. Um, and get a bad letter and it will just compound all of your problems and make everything far worse. Uh, so, I mean, a good letter can enhance anything and a bad letter can destroy anything. But... Um, and black and white because then I mean because my tools that I use are largely copy and paste and um, flipping things over and stuff. If if colors on the page, I mean I have to start just fix up things that you know if I if I yeah. shrink a head for example and there's color on that page, the head's got now a big white bit around it. I've got to fix that by adding some color. So it's just a lot easier just if it's pure black and white. So what I was doing initially was taking a page. Uh, doing a little bit of fix-up on it, posting that on Twitter, and then doing a wee commentary on it on Twitter. And then, um, but I've, I've started hosting those on my blog. So I post the page on Twitter along with my fix-up and then a little link to my annotations. So they're now all kind of kept on my blog, which is actually keeping my blog alive as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've seen a few of them. And you know, in every in every case, the storytelling is better after you've, done, after you've dealt with it. <laughs> so I, it's hard to know. It's I, th- to I think know. it would make a really good book. To be honest, I think it really? would be. Yeah, yeah I, I, kinda, I tried doing a video version of it, um, but I, I, it's really odd because, first of all, I think if I come to a page the next day, I'll make different decisions. Mm. Like every every time I come to it, I'll make different decisions and they won't always be exactly the same decisions and some days, depend on my mood, this will suddenly seem like a brighter idea. This will say, I, I, I mean, and I'm looking for... Um, tiny increments i'm not i'm not like going let's throw the whole thing out and let's make it all brilliant what i'm doing is let's improve this bit a bit let's improve this bit a bit yeah, but i think crucially bit. what you're doing is you're taking their artwork yeah up, and you're yeah. moving it around and you're re you're replacing pieces in different areas yeah to kind of improve you know where the camera is and you know in, in each shot essentially yeah and it, do, it does it's really effective and a lot of it is very kind of interesting even to, to a layman who's well, that, not that's who's what not I was going to ask you know? I mean awful typos aside because I write it in a flurry, a flurry of, of writing and so when I come back to it and read it again it's like Jesus uh, I don't know why, there and there and you know but, <laughs> but I, I think the even just the before and after the pages yeah you know are striking it's striking the difference that it can make and but at the end of it all it's still their artwork on the yeah, page, which is yeah. the which is the crucial part. You know, they can still look at it and go, "Well, I could have drawn that because that's my it, art." It's it's yeah. half comes out of um, look last year, or the year before, where I was doing storyboard work and I was doing I was doing a bit of teaching as well, and it occurred to me that that um, one of the skill sets that has developed within me without me being aware of it is 
is storytelling as as its own distinct skill as opposed to just, you know, it's like I draw my pages, I take my uh, comic and I draw my pages and people get the artwork and they go, oh, that's good, that's what, or bad or whatever it is. But but that that knowledge of storytelling is all within the artwork, but it is almost a separate skill from the artwork. You can take it away from that artwork and apply it to other things. You can apply it to still images and video and, and, and other things. Um, are you still here, uh, Ron? Or oh, Scott? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just checking. Um, so yeah, so so doing that with with video stuff and and has made me realize that there is a kind of storytelling skill set that is it's not. I mean, I feel like I've maybe two or three tricks that that I can teach over and over and over again, and eventually everyone's going to go shit. He's only got two or three tricks, but that might be enough. <laughs> might be enough for a lot of things. But if you've got once people learn your two or three tricks. Then they're their done. Story, they, no, but then their storytelling takes off, and they can continue. But there's always going to be yeah, people always who are coming, people who are coming up. There's I think all, as, well, as well because I what I'm what I try and do. I think is I try and I take a specific page and do specific fixes, but explain them in general terms. Mm-hmm. So so I'm kind of going look. Here's why I've done this, and and I think that's what makes it interesting. And and that I think it makes it interesting for me to do as well as because I I often find myself kind of doing something and then asking myself why did I do that why 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 is that working now and then it wasn't working before and that's um that's, that's why I came out there's there's one page particularly where it was like what am I going to do with this one to improve the storytelling and in the end what I ended up doing was taking two of the panels and flipping them on the horizontal just that. Didn't mm-hmm. make any changes to any of the artwork, and I just talked then about action and reaction and and how uh, you know it can be confused if you do not do you know if if you've got your reactions happening before your actions. Um, I think one of one of the panel shots was was a, a monster uh, slashing some guy's stomach and hi, him kind of throwing his arms up and a gun going off in the air. And to me, it seemed like the action was the monster slashing him and the reaction was him throwing his arms up. But he had that panel drawn in such a way as that you see the guy first of all, so you see the the kind of reaction happening mm-hmm. before you see the action. And flipping it made it just suddenly make more sense. Yeah. I, I felt like anyway. Um, I don't. I mean, I'd be... I'd love to try some camera stuff, you know, you know, video stuff, and and seeing if if I could do. It. But I don't know how to. You know, I think I think that's the sort of thing you need to storyboard and then try and do something. I don't know if how easy that skill is to move into into film. Yeah, I mean, so, if only you had TV professionals at hand. I know, but I think Scott's checked out. Yeah, but I can't do that. I know. I know. <laughs> You need to talk to an editor. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, it's not, but yeah, it's. it's I mean, uh, it is. It, it, there are some. Obviously, there are there are parallels. Like we're talking about the the left and right thing. Like I do in, video. I do video editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, the way, like in, uh, in Western cinema for a long time, you would have had the antagonist yeah. enter from the right of screen mm-hmm. because your eye, our eyes are trained to easily move left to right because yeah. that's the direction that we read and if they're forced to go in the other direction to, in order to read the story correctly or in this case in order to read the action that someone is doing on the screen it makes it very subconsciously it makes it very uncomfortable yeah. because it's not something that your eyes are used to doing whereas the opposite is true in eastern cinema because they 
go the other way in their reading so the, mm. the villains would enter from the left-hand side of screen. Um, so there are obvious parallels, but that's not something that I get to... I play around to, to with. play around with unless yeah. somebody. It's also it's one of those things it. as well. It's like on a comic book page, it's actually it's quite easy to make those edits and suggestions, and then give it back to the person and for them to go, yeah, you're right, I'm going to do that. And I've seen pages yeah. where people have done that, where I've I've made suggestions on the edit and they've gone away and gone right, okay, I'm going to do that. Uh, um, Whereas on film, it's like, oh, well, it's too late now. You're not going to yeah, do I mean, any of that again. Are there's, you? there's probably a handful of shots where you go, do you know what, that'll work better. Yeah. If it's flipped, but then the poster of the Wizard of Oz on the wall yeah, is so now read backwards. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, yeah. it's what I, I mean. I have weirdly the very first professional work I ever did for two thousand AD, uh, a strip called Johnny Wu ended with a character's face close up of their face that just didn't look right, and and I was heading up to the post office. Um, because in those days you posted your artwork off. I was heading up to the post office with the artwork and um, I kept looking at this face and it just didn't seem right. It didn't sit well with me at all. And so I ended up flipping it. I, I scanned it in, flipped it, printed it out, and stuck it down on the paper and it looked far better and I sent it off. And the, the character's hair was flipped in the other direction. He had a side part on his left and then became a side part on his right. And um, it didn't matter because the storytelling worked better mm. i think uh, but yeah i mean i think we've all seen trailers where someone's flipped the horizontal on it where you know there's been moments where obviously at the filming stage someone's gone no way this would be better if it's the yeah. other way around um i think it's a it's a it's a thing people don't realize you know and, and and it's quite a powerful thing that left to right kind of movement of of stuff um but thanks for asking me Ron. no i just thought it was something that you might talk we about we needed without, to kill some time you might talk about without screaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do a pick of the week? Uh, let's do a pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. No, we might have theme songs by this stage. Oh, John Rods can cut it. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to stop. I'm going to just... Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. stop, stop editorialising yeah. as it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let the editor worry about it. <laughs> pick yeah. of the week. Uh, do you want to go first? Go first. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, no, no. Let me go first. Although, uh, No, I want to go first. And I'll tell you why I want to go first. I want to go first specifically because the thing that I want to talk about is almost exactly what we've been talking about. It is not my website, though. It is a, a thing I saw on Boing Boing, and I'm now trying to find it again. I can't. Um, it's basically a um, it's a YouTube video series uh, where someone has taken paintings, famous paintings, and compared them side by side with shots in film that was obviously influenced by the paintings. Um, I can't find it now, but I, there's there's three different videos of it, and it's fascinating. And it's fascinating, I think, because I think when when I think of film, I usually think of oh, there's you know they're referencing another movie, you know they're the reference in this in film, they're you know that's a bit from The Shining or that's a bit from uh, Apocalypse Now or you know they, I mean the obvious one is Kong is there's elements of Apocalypse Now and stuff in it, and you go oh right I see all these bits, but this is like where classical paintings have been kind of used as as the basis of a shot mm. a single shot um you know um i i can't remember any good examples of course because you never can but, but people uh, like uh, people like matt hollingsworth have been playing around with that in comics for a long time like he has a series i think i actually saved them all because i was so interested in them where he would go through the the pages of um hawkeye mm -hmm. that he was coloring and show that in each page he had taken a different painting from one of the masters yeah. and he had applied the well, palette from yeah, that painting yeah. 
well, directly that, that's into sort of a, it's a different thing because it's not that's I'm talking it's largely compositional is what I'm talking yeah. about but but he he's talking about color um, but it's yeah same same sort of thing but you can't remember what yours is so I can't remember like, you know, oh yeah I okay can, so. all right well then, <laughs> uh, okay well the link to that one will be in the show notes yeah yeah. I'll put that in the show notes, but it is really a pick of the week. It's, it's a short, short little thing. I thought it was on Boing Boing, but it obviously wasn't. So it might be on Kotoke. Use Kotoke. K O T T K E dot org. Kotke? Kotke? Is that, that That's his name, Jason Kotke. Ah, that's it. That's <laughs> the one. Kotke. It might have been I'm on Kotke. Staring blankly at PJ there. Yeah, Jason Kotke. He's a, he's a blogger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does. He does. Um, he does lots of interesting little things on his blog. That's quite good. And I normally see interesting things from there, which are fun. Yeah. So, anyway. What about you? What's going to do me? I have uh, a fun little app that uh, I have Does it pair with your earpods? No, uh, I mean, anything <laughs> pairs with my earpods. Mm, uh, that's, that's why they should be your pick of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing this for about two weeks, and I just find it... It's like a nice little... Two to ten minutes set aside that happens twice a day. So it's an app called HQ, um, and it's a quiz app. Yeah, I've abandoned HQ for my anger issues. Oh, really? Yeah, I whenever whenever I first appeared, I I played it a lot. But yes, yeah. through, through, so HQ is a is a day a twice daily quiz where it sends you a little notification at uh, at three o'clock and at nine o'clock, and you come in, you join. And there are 12 questions. So there's a presenter, mm-hmm. there's a chat, and there's 12 questions. And the, twest, the questions get progressively more difficult as you go on. And if you answer all 12 questions correctly, you share, along with everybody else who also answered the 12 questions correctly, a share of a thousand pounds. I've seen I've seen the price one be as high as fifty thousand. Yeah, so we, we yeah I'm, I'm looking at the app now and it's very clearly said fifty thousand. So that's wrong. Well, no, the the, the thing about it is, is it depends we, on how many people put into the pot. No, there's no you don't have to pay. It's free it's to free, play, okay. completely free to play. Okay. So the thing about it was when me and my friends and work started playing it, we couldn't figure out how they were making money. There's well, no ads uh, on it. I figured uh, I figured out day one how they're going to make money, but yeah. I so what they did was it's a bunch of people from Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and they thought if we get people to fund this, if we get hedge funds or venture capitalists or whatever to fund this and it succeeds, it gets big, people will pay to be part of it. Mm-hmm. As in brands will pay. Yeah. Sponsored, con- sponsored, sponsored questions. Content, okay. Sponsored yeah. questions. So it is, I think, the most um, incredibly well thought out advertising platform I've yeah. ever seen. So every now and again, you'll get a notification that says, "In one hour, this is one that I got last week. In one hour, John Mayer is giving away twenty five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and I'll just be at a random time. And then Nike sponsored one, and then that's very. Somebody else that's, I mean, one. you're saying the most well thought out uh, advertising platform. It's basically nineteen fifties American." Uh, yeah, yeah. Shows, isn't it? but you yeah. cannot look away. That's the thing. If yeah. you want to, if you want to play the game to the end, you cannot close the app or leave it or anything like that. Yeah. Mm. So basically, you're stuck with the advertising completely right in, in your face, occupying your entire screen. But they don't advertise. But the but the questions are very. Quest- yeah, sure, sure. Sometimes sure, the sure, questions sure. are like, 
what brand did this? Or you know, yeah, like, yeah, or, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. the most downloaded iPhone app of 2016? Snapchat, Messenger, or Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's three companies yeah, paying yeah, a lot yeah, of money yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, but obviously, you know, they're very subtly getting a lot of branded content in there, and it's very clever. And I don't begrudge them for it. It's, I remember at the time thinking and this the present, is the genius. presenters are fun, and like they add a little bit of. Um, Do they still have the comments from the bottom? Because yes. the comments are awful. Yeah, the comments are horrendous, and you can see everybody now and again. Like people think, or have obviously been told by their friends, or whatever. Oh, if you type chat off then the comments stop and you just see a stream of people typing chat off chat off <laughs> so the comments just kind of spew along are they typical the comments of i mean they do are, they degree they, it very quickly into well, you're yes, a nazi if, if, and i'm well if there's a if there's a woman presenting you can oh imagine God. just how quickly the comments descend into the most yeah. awful misogyny that okay but so, it, it generally it, again like all things don't but not like com- scott's not on it they won't don't you, you can't just swipe the comments off can you yeah well, Shut you, up! You could at the time, yeah. I mean, if I was looking at it, swipe. I never thought to swipe. You just Fuck. swipe them to the side. And oh, well, I've away. missed a nine. O- I've missed a nine o'clock one. I'll try it again tomorrow. It's very fun, and as a as a nice little break up to the day, you get a little ping at three o'clock. Well, and as, you're a, free, as a former egghead near winner, um, I might have a go at that. Then yeah. And, and yeah. See well, how I mean, well I when I, I was playing it before there was a UK one. Oh right. Okay. So I was on the U- US Times. Oh. So there was one at 8 o'clock in the evening and one at 1 a.m. <laughs> so I was up at 1 a.m. every single night playing yeah. this game and never winning. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, the, and the good thing about it is like, they for, if, if they're do- they start easy and then get really yeah, hard. Yeah, but invariably like there's some question about what running back you know, was in the, no, in, yeah, in yeah. the 1985 yeah. Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm out. And there's ones where you think it's a, they'll give you the three options and you'll think well this is too obvious to be an to be a question 10 question so you'll go for something else mm. and it also tells you how many people have been eliminated this round so generally there's about 150 to 200,000 people playing good grief um and uh, it'll tell you how many people got knocked out in that mm. question and you continue and you continue on it's very fun 12 questions and it takes up 10 minutes of your day yeah okay yeah it is fun Alrighty. And I've I've seen a few sort of attempts at competing apps, you know, because yeah. what you know, once the technology for something like that's available to do live streaming video with automatic, with with, with instant feedback from everyone tapping buttons on their on their phones, then everyone tries to do it. But yeah. the HQ is the one that's kind of cornered the market. And then yeah. I think the people who make it are were the people behind. I want to say uh, I think this one of the guys from Twitter is involved. Oh right, okay. Um, I just know that it's a, a bunch of guys from Silicon Valley that all, yeah, that all started it's, it's it. Yeah, it's a so few sort of heavy hitters that are they kind of put this together so that there's a lot of money behind it, even to begin with. It doesn't yeah. need to make money at the start. But um, yeah, so my pick of the week is, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so I've been buying the, the Hellboy omnibuses as they've been published. Again? Yeah, well, they're now, oh, yeah. the entirety mm. of, of the Hellboy saga is going to be available in six volumes. Okay, only six. Six volumes. Well, how, yep. how big are they? They're fairly chunky. In fact, are they like they're library right edition you there sizes? You there. They're 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 sort of small. They're comics. Oh, the small little paper, but the small little paperback. Comic size things, ones. Yeah. Yep. So each each uh, volume maybe has three of the paperbacks in it, <laughs> and um, they're not they're not outlandishly priced either. They're f- oh, they're not that big, are they? Really? You know, mm. so they're about maybe seventeen quid each. Um. I've got the first three volumes. That I've pre-ordered them all on Amazon. Nice. And they're sort of coming out once a month now over the next... Yeah, uh, I, I kind of... I mean, my Hellboy collection has got spotty and I don't know where I am in it. And I, and I feel like I should really go back and read it from the start. But then I've only got the library editions and they're too fucking big. They're too unwieldy. I mean, mm. I, I have all the library editions and they're, they're just too big to, to oh, comfortably read. I could read. throw them onto eBay, but then they're... 
They're really heavy. How do you, the package sh- yeah, and how do you stuff? ship them? They're they're monsters. So basically, whenever they whenever they said they were coming out with these, I thought I will definitely check out the first one. And especially now with my new glasses, and I can't judge sizes. When I read a comic, it is fucking massive. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like looking at I don't know. It's like looking at a fifty-seven inch TV I mean, or something. If I, if if I was going to complain about anything, it's uh-huh. that I wouldn't have minded them putting these in the same sort of hardbacks as the BPRD ones. Oh, the the Plague of Frogs. Well, the, the, series. I mean, the, they're they're releasing all yeah, I do of love the BPRD the, uh, ones. The in Plague Harbax. of Frog ones are lovely, and yeah. that's a good size as they, well. Because they they've done their, they've done the next series, which is Hell on Earth as yeah. well, and the nineteen forty six to nineteen forty eight volumes. So they're they're great hardbacks, really chunky. Each one's got about three. But you you had sort of stopped reading comics, and I remember you saying that you'd ordered these and you were waiting on them coming in. But mm-hmm. are you reading them again? I started reading through City of Destruction the other night and realizing you sort of remembering why I enjoyed it so much. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just sort of been trying to find the time to, to read through them. I, I I do enjoy reading them more than I read on my iPad. There's mm-hmm. no question yeah. about it, you know. So, um, yeah, that's my pick. Classics. 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 Here is some old stuff that you might not have seen. Now, right now, uh, a new a new feature a new feature we've been talking about but haven't started yet is is we used to have a thing when it was Sunnyside Comics podcast which was Scott reads the classics because we thought it'd be very funny for Scott who had no comic book experience to go back and read some of the classics of the genre uh, or the medium so we sort of would hand them things like Dark Knight Returns yeah. and the stuff that we all take for granted that we've read it was just really interesting to see that but Scott and Ferry would go nah he was alright <laughs> that's right yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't that impressed by a lot of that stuff yeah. so we're, we're thinking of we're going to bring it back but, but, but if, because we're not really comic podcasting now we're going to do whatever whatever, whatever. Yeah. and I now my feeling is what we should do is we should suggest a thing each Talk about the merits of it, see which one is going to win out, and then all of us pick the same thing, and then we're well, all going to yeah, read, watch, or agree whatever. Agree which is. one's going to be. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Um, and if if any of the, our listeners want to, you know, watch or read or listen along with that, that'd be awesome. Then we can all talk about it. Then yeah. when we're back on that, that would be cool. So, um, in that right, in that light, um. Here's what I'm suggesting, but it's, I know it's going to be shot down the moment it comes out of my mouth, uh, because you've made it very clear. I'm not Scott, fucking watching Goliath. <laughs> Goliath is not a classic. Okay. Is you've made it very clear that you will. I'm not, not reading a book. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the problem. Here's the thing. I was going to suggest I Am Legend, which is a really short book and a really fucking great book. I Am Legend. That's my suggestion. Okay. Right. I've never read I Am Legend. Oh, it's brilliant. The the the, the biggest takeaway. Uh, no, wait, well, let, 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 let's get the thing, and then we can argue. All right, our each, each, okay, okay. Okay. Well, I was going to suggest um, Brand De Palma's, I think, nineteen eighty one film Blowout, which okay. is one of my all time favorite films, and I don't think it gets anywhere near enough love. Uh, starring John Travolta as a sound engineer, uh. um, <laughs> who hears what he thinks is a murder, but it turns out to be SMR. But he has to sort of piece it together in the audio afterwards. Oh, okay. It's a really clever film. Right, what's yours? I wasn't really sure, and then oh, we talked we about go. it on the show. It's so Apple so iPods. I'm gonna. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. gonna wear Apple earpods for a week. I'm gonna say Tom Cruise's Oblivion. 
But it's not a classic. No, it, it, it's it, not, it all, all the, Hey, all the song says is here's some old stuff you what might song? not have seen. What song? The, the song, song that old, has been the song that has been playing how underneath old all is of Oblivion? this. Doesn't matter. It does matter. It's the no. very premise of the entire fucking thing. No, the premise of it is it's old. PJ, PJ, PJ. You understand? This is a democracy. You can vote them out. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All those who want to watch uh, uh, th- 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 that film. That's well, uh, well, I can't th- vote th- for myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's no, let's let's do do we evict uh, nope. Scott from the island of classics. With his, I'm kind of a PJ on it in that I don't, I don't even feel like it's a recognised classic. I feel like it's a, it's, it's a. Not, it's a really, I look, I, I don't care if it's the greatest Tom Cruise sci-fi film ever released. I will watch how old, it. How old is that film? I don't know, six years, seven years. Hi, in what world? Not even. I mean, Jesus, when it's like calling it classic. I have, Coke. I have t-shirts that are older than that. <laughs> I have underwear on that's under. Older classic than that. doesn't mean old. I I I can't even. <laughs> you <laughs> just sound really saying. old. <laughs> well, it I, is. I I'm, I, would right, be, I, vote, I vote for Ron's film. Oh, you're a fucker. You're just doing that deliberately, aren't yeah. you? Like you fucking yeah. Weasley. Well, fucker. I would be happy to read I Am Legend. I've never read it, so. Well, let me explain. Right, I Am Legend. One of the things I Am Legend has been adapted for film at least three times. I've seen all the films. Okay, so, so none just... of the films, none of the films get near why that's called that. Well, none I, of them. I understand why it's called that. Yeah, but but none of them, none of them deliver. So it's the film. It's called I Am Legend, but the films are called. I think the first one was The Last Man on Earth mm-hmm. with uh, Vincent Price. The second one was Omega Man, Omega Man. with, with Charlton Heston. Heston, and the third one was uh, I Am Legend with with Will Smith. Uh, that last one I I can't remember, but the I mean. They're all good in their own ways, I think. I mean, I I love Heston's uh, Omega Man. Um, I don't think any of them do any justice to that book in terms of really that the gut punch of what that title is. None of them I mean, do. The person I feel sorry for is John Legend, <laughs> <laughs> who can never use his planned autobiography. Title. I am Legend. Uh, that is a shame. Um, so that I mean that, and I think um, if you read that book, you come away going, "Shit, that's why it's called that." I mean, you really do. You really do. I mean, it's it's not quite the the title of the the song and uh, or the title of the TV show and the TV show, but it is it is like right. I understand now. Um, so it's really good. Look at the wee. Look at your fucking staring at me just because you picked a film that's six years old and went. I'm calling this a classic. I well, don't care. Okay, so if if there was an option to listen to the audiobook of the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, I'm happy with either. I mean, I, you know. Oh, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> the two of us are too ambivalent, and then we have to read or write or watch whatever PJ wants every week. <laughs> no, I tell you what, to, 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 to assuage you that that will not be the case, whoever gets a pick one week is out of it for the next two. Okay? No. <laughs> doesn't like that rule. No. If I if you do yeah, what I'm so saying, if, if, I, then if I, I don't get to pick next week or the week after. Yeah, but then, then that means the third then week. that means that. So if you pick this week, yes, it becomes you're out, a rolling thing. Then, then then Ron picks next week, so it means the third week you have to watch whatever All I right. say. So yeah. yeah, no, that doesn't no, that doesn't work. Well, what if we make the rule you can't renominate twice? I you don't think? care. <laughs> I'm tired. It's what hot. What the fuck? I mean, it's this is not. 
Well, do you even want to do this podcast? If after I, tonight, let me pick another. Po- let me pick fucking Apple AirPods for pick of the week twice. What about you're not even there's the minimal <sighs> amount of effort is to just turn up and act like you care one iota, one i fucking iota, and nothing All from right, you, Dad. Nothing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? What if we just took turns? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fair enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. We'll like watch the- your film. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch that film. Oh, I be want to read I Am Legend. Fuck off, you massive cock. <laughs> okay. Well, so next week we will be discussing Blowout. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're gonna read I Am Legend. Fuck you. <laughs> and then the week after, again, we're gonna watch. Oblivion. Again, I just have to emphasize when I say fuck you, I'm not talking to you, the listener, who are lovely. I'm talking. Nine times out of ten to, to Scott. Yeah. It's been an antagonistic week of Sunset Size Towers. We hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we Thanks hope you come listening. back. Thanks for listening. You're assuming that we will come back. But <laughs> we hope that you come back. Goodbye. Bye. And may God be with you. <laughs> There's a dark and a troubled satellite. There's a bright and a sunny side too. And though we meet with the darkness in stride The sun inside we also with you Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side Keep on the sunny side alive It will help us every day, it'll guide us on the way If we keep on the sunny side alive If we keep on the sunny side alive If we keep on